developing your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Welcome to Scary Savannah and Beyond, and this week we're going to be releasing a little bonus episode because Crystal stumbled upon something that we thought was too good not to share, and this is going to fall somewhat maybe in true crime, maybe a little bit in the oddity category, but a whole lot of the what were these people thinking kind of category, and what is this going to be? Yeah, so from my grandma I get a very uh, weird thing, I'm very nosy, so I like Yeah, yeah. (laughs) yeah. I like to uh, investigate things like my mom likes to research police department stuff. She looks up who gets arrested, that kind of thing. And what did your mom all used to do? And she would sit and listen to a police scanner and just listen. Not for, occasionally. No, it was on 24, 24/7, hours a day. Sitting right in the kitchen she had one in by her, the phone. Yeah, she had one in her kitchen and one in her bedroom. So no matter where she was, she could hear it. Oh, my goodness. And she called them to the police station and because she knew the police. And she would find out what was going on and... Sometimes we'd even go to places, like if there was a fire or something, we'd go see the fire. I know when we first started dating, literally every time I would come over to your house, there was a cop in your kitchen talking oh, yeah. to your mama. And I was like, that's a little weird because a few of the cops were standing there. There's a real tall guy, real big guy. Yeah. And I'm like, why are the cops always hanging out they around here? They came by every single afternoon to give her the, the briefing, the debrief on what was happening in our little town. Sarah needed nothing. to know what was going yeah, on. which was nothing usually. Of so any note. all of this is to go to say that Crystal found a source for local police information that are happening around the city we live in, yes. which is Tybee Island, right outside of Savannah, Georgia. Tybee has a police blog they do every week, which recaps the week in crime. And sometimes it's pretty mundane and just normal. Sometimes. This week was pretty interesting, so I thought we'd share it with you. Oh, I would love to hear this. I hadn't heard it yet. Okay. On Monday, January 16th, a man called 911 from a local bar and asked for a ride into Savannah. (laughs) Called 911 to get a ride. At that time, an officer responded to his location and explained that officers were not able to give him a ride. The officer further explained that the 911 system was reserved for emergencies and that the misuse of the system was against the law. Uh-oh. After the officer left the scene, the man proceeded to call 911 several more <laughs> times to ask the police for a ride. After the fifth time, officers responded back to his location and placed him under arrest for unlawful conduct during a 911 call. Oh, my goodness. That's so, amazing. I would love to know which bar it was and if we know this guy, because we probably do. It's probably a local, and yeah. it's probably the bar we're both thinking yeah, of right now. Yeah, I think now. it probably and is. And he knew he's going to get into jail somewhere. Another, and maybe that maybe filters that was back out goal. to Savannah. Yeah, maybe that was his goal. I got to spend a night somewhere, and if I can get in a ride to Savannah, it's going to be in, on the jail here. Yeah, because eventually they will book you into Savannah jail. Do they? Yeah. 
Well, he's getting to Savannah. Well, I mean, if they don't release you. If he was just drunk, then they probably let him go. Because we have like what they call the drunk tank. It's a oh, we do. Bit. Yeah. Like Mayberry. Yeah, you like know, when Otis would go in the cell. You know, right down here where the uh, Marine Center used to be? By the pier. By the pier. Yes. That's where they take people. That That's have where been. they take drunk people. What's an easy access yeah. to all the local bars? Because we have a main jail on the north end of the island, but it's a, they just, most of the action that gets people in trouble happens down here. So. so you're already ready to call 911 to try to get a taxi ride, huh? Yeah. On Tuesday, January 17th, officers responded to the Tybee Island Pier in reference to an intoxicated man who had fallen out of a wheelchair. Upon arrival, officers discovered that the man was bleeding uncontrollably from what appeared to be a self-inflicted knife wound to one of his legs. Oh no, this is horrible. Thinking quickly, officers used department-issued tourniquets intended for their own protection to stop the flow of blood in an attempt to save the man's life. At that time, emergency medical personnel arrived on the scene and transported the man to the nearby hospital for further treatment. This is just crazy that so people... he was in a wheelchair yeah. on the pier, and he was stabbing himself. Yes. Because. I get, maybe because he was drunk, I have no Just idea. reasons. Yeah. To the point of where he's bleeding uncontrollably. Uncontrollably, like maybe he hit an artery, I don't know. Well, I know there's a spots in your leg you can hit that are basically, right. you're going to kill yourself if you do it, because it's such a main system for your blood flow. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Why it would you say yourself? It doesn't. He should have just called 911 and asked for a ride to the hospital. He should have, and I really hope this guy's okay. Me too. I don't want him to be in pain or hurt or Hopefully even worse. he got some mental help too. Yeah, probably had a lot of things going on secondarily Yeah, in his head. And, like, was he there alone? Where were the people that were with him? Why are they letting him stab himself with a knife? There's so many questions. So many questions. On Wednesday, January 18th, our department received a report of a possible scam. While speaking with our officers, the victim stated that they had paid $700 to an organization that had they had been corresponding with on Facebook called Dachshunds for Adoption. At one point, a representative of the organization told the victim that the dog she had paid to adopt had been involved in an accident and asked the victim to cover the vet bills to the tune of an additional $2,400. This sounds very scammy. After receiving the money through Cash App, the adoption organization broke off all contact to the victim. Because the adoption organization is in Nigeria. I know. Is this crazy? They got how much? Seven hundred and twenty-four hundred. It's over three thousand dollars out of this person for a dog. This is how that scammers didn't exist. work. What they usually do is they they set you up with something that you want at a reasonable, like far more than reasonable price. Yeah. And then they get you to pay that, but they're going to try to bleach dry. So mm-hmm. if they get that, sometimes they'll cut you off. And then otherwise, then there's going to be some other request. It's going to be like. I saw one from a video that I was watching where they're like, we're giving away guitars. Now, I didn't click on it because I know what a scam is. So the guy responded to the guy that was impersonating him in the comments to see what the scam was and try to expose this guy. And he went and said, you know, what is the deal? What what did I win? And he's like, you won this guitar. And it just showed a picture of a guitar that was clearly something that was just image search off a stock image from Google. And he said, all you have to do is send the money for the shipping. And it said, here are your options. And so he said, um, okay, I'll go ahead and do that, which he didn't. But he he made up a screen to make it look like he had transferred money, and he gave it to the scammer. And then the scammer's like, well, it didn't go through. Uh, can you go get some gift cards from Walmart oh, no. and scan those and send them? And he's like, um, so I wanted to find out who the scammer was. So he had a way, if he could get the scammer to click a link 
then the link would take him to a place that would allow him to reveal his IP mm. address. So you would know where he's located in some details. And the guy would not click a link immediately. But then the guy trailed him along and said, okay, well, uh, it didn't work. Can you go here and see this? And he, and he snuck the link into the image. And the guy clicked. It went through it. He's written in Nigeria. Of so, course. Uh, it was a scam. But that's how they work. They give you something that is too they, good to be true. They probably look through what you're interested in, and they probably that saw this person case. was interested in dogs. Maybe they're looking to adopt a dog, and they're like, hey, we got the perfect dog yeah. for you. And we're going to offer you some amazing deal. And you said it was they're going to adopt it for $200? No, it was $700, $700. which is not cheap. But, I mean, that sounds like a going rate. A, a real dachshund adoption. Cost I don't know, but I know bread. purebred dogs do cost, you know, substantial, probably a couple thousand for some dogs. Whatever like number it was, it was probably, probably less a little lower than, than what, what it, it should worth, be. Yeah. And that's how they get you. They got to entice you somehow. But I wonder, like, when they said it was involved in an accident, did they send pictures? Because I'd want some sort of proof, like a vet bill. It's probably not a real dog. doesn't exist. That's what I mean. So what did they do? Like, just take their word for it, maybe. Well, they could have been dealing with somebody that just trusted that they're dealing with a person that's reputable. Yeah. They could have been dealing with somebody that provided them with uh, pictures they sourced off of Google. True. I'm sure you can go search for this stuff and find something that would be believable to people. Um, you know, it's also possible they're not Nigerian scammers. They could be somebody else around here locally doing oh, yeah, it. Because it's not just limited to people that are in other countries. I mean, there are, there are bad people all over the world. Yes, yeah, so our lesson for you guys is don't trust anyone. Don't Even send, yourself. Yes, and don't send money through Cash App or Venmo or gift cards or anything like that to anybody. No, and if you, you don't ever know. get an email or a text from some financial institution asking for you to click on this link to update your info or a transaction didn't go through, that's not how they do business. Yeah, like I keep getting an invoice from PayPal for $580, and I didn't buy anything. And she showed it to me, and I looked at it and said, look at the email address that came from. And it's something, something, something dot bicyclesrs.com yeah. forward slash. I, I was just concerned that it was messing with our actual account. It's, it's my only problem. Like, I just want to make sure we're not getting scammed through our actual account. But it's trying yeah. to get me to send, to click this link and send 581. I'm like, I didn't buy anything. That's so, why no. if you see something or somebody says there's something, they try to create a sense of emergency yeah. or urgency. Yeah, you got to do it right so now. So what you do is you go directly, not from that link, but you go directly into your bank or PayPal or whatever it is you're using the way you would normally log in and see if there's any issues with activity, or you call that institution mm -hmm. directly, not through the information they yeah, send you. Because the bank's not going to send you an email. They're going to call no. you if there's a problem with your account. Or mail something yeah. to your house. Yeah. So PayPal is all good, I think, I hope. <laughs> well, if it's not, we're not going to Vegas. Oh, no. On that same date, January 18th, officers responded to an address on Miller Avenue in reference to a dispute between tenants and their landlord. This is Miller Avenue where... Um, the murder case happened on a previous episode, right, not the house, but the case. Yeah, and I told you that we saw uh, saw on Facebook a bunch of people were saying there were police and ambulances all out there. This that. is what it was. Okay. During the course of an investigation, officers found evidence to suggest that the landlord had assaulted one of his tenants with a golf club before removing two bicycles from the property and throwing them into a nearby ditch. The landlord was subsequently placed under arrest and charged with theft by taking and aggravated assault. Theft by taking? Isn't yeah, that that's a thing. the definition of theft? Well, it could You're be. You're taking something? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> but actually physically taking the item, not maybe like money. 
which is still taking the item, but not tangibly. Yeah, maybe there's a distinction. I don't know. He actually physically took the bicycles, threw them in the ditch. <laughs> he physically thefted the items by taking them. Yeah, I wonder who that was and what that was we all about. We probably know them all. I know. On January 19th, officers responded to a local nursing home in reference to a disorderly patient. That's got to be over near the lighthouse. Yeah, that's the only nursing home we have. That would narrow it down. While speaking with our officers, staff members stated that the patient in question had left the nursing home in violation of COVID lockdown procedures and returned intoxicated. <laughs> so they're still under lockdown? I didn't. COVID? I wasn't aware of that. I was not either, but I can see why the poor guy wanted to get a drink. So if he's going to get a drink, he either got in a cab to go down to the south end yeah, or he maybe stumbled over to the North Beach Bar Yeah, that's grill. the only place he could make it to walking. Going there, they don't wear like gowns and stuff and nursing homes, do they? I wouldn't think so. Okay, well then who's going to question the guy? He exactly. just wants a drink. Clearly he's old enough. Yeah. Officers were further advised that the patient then began to act in a, quote, inappropriate manner. To other residents. Uh-oh. And at one point began throwing things, including a metal hole punch at staff members. <laughs> Poor guy. You like, tell me I can't go to the bar. I know. It's Tybee. He want a drink. Leave him alone. While officers were attempting to speak with the patient in question, he assumed a fighting stance before grabbing an officer by the arm. Was and it claiming, fisticuffs? Yes. And claiming that he, quote, wanted to go to jail. <laughs> After freeing himself from the patient's grip, the officer attempted to de-escalate the situation until the patient began to throw items around the room. At that point, he was placed under arrest and charged with disorderly conduct and theft by taking obstruction and aggravated assault. Oh no! What In are they the doing nursing this home, poor dude. Like, come on, just let him let him sober up. You know what? Maybe he's just trying to pad that rap sheet. To look a little bit more hardcore in the nursing yeah, home. Yeah, he needs that street cred. He really does, because so, like, maybe now, it's a dangerous place to be if you don't have the cred. Because, you know, like, they're not really going to do anything, hopefully, with this old guy. They're just going to let him sober up and go back to the of nursing course. home. And so when he gets back, he he's going to He didn't hurt be anybody. Like, well, he tried to, well, but I imagine when they say he threw a hole punch, he's probably he like, just threw it at the wall. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, And it yeah, just yeah, fell yeah. on the floor. Yeah, what kind of damage are you going to do? So I think when he goes back, he's going to be like, everyone's going to be like, oh, he went to jail. He's cool. We're going to have to call him something like Switchblade yeah, now. Yeah, now he's got like It's not Greg anymore. Yeah. yeah, he's going to be cool around that nursing home. We now. have to call him The Rock. Yeah. Because yeah. he's been to the hole. I love this guy. Yeah, so that is what happened on Tybee this week. There were... One. Well, he probably would have hit on you if we were in the bar, <laughs> so he probably loved you too. Yeah, probably. So the arrest this week, we had one arrest for unlawful conduct during the 911 call. That was our that would first be guy. Homeboy that needs a ride. We had two people arrested for disorderly conduct, obstruction, aggravated assault. And we had three people arrested for theft by taking, which is a misdemeanor. <laughs> theft by taking. Aggravated assault. Those those two are misdemeanors in that case. We had a few citations this week, two for expired registrations. One for no insurance, one for a suspended registration, four people speeding, one failure to maintain lane, and two seatbelt violations. These are very low numbers for the week since it's off season. Yeah. In July, yeah. there would be that many events in like the first 30 minutes. Yeah. After so we're going to see those numbers go really, really high coming uh, this summer. And they even keep a count of people coming on and off the island every day that's in their report. I didn't know that. That would be an interesting thing yeah, for so us I'm to monitor to, to see, see how it goes this season. Because mm -hmm. Crystal's actual job she does in real life does involve the hospitality industry. Mm -hmm. So the number of people that come to this island do directly affect her workload. 
So yeah. be kind of interesting to see how that fluctuates. Yeah, it's very low right now and it shows. Well, thank you for bringing this up and uh, sharing with us. We just thought this might help fulfill a little bit of that true crime need. And occasionally we're going to try to release some, you know, weird bonus episodes on our off weeks, maybe when we have time to record them. And we just want to see, what do you think? Do you like hearing about our local crime blotter? Do you think we should keep doing episodes like this? If you would send us a message, do it on social media, do it through our website. Let us know. Is there something you want to hear about? Let us know. And if you want to keep hearing more on our off weeks, go subscribe to us at Patreon where we have exclusive additional content. You can do that at patreon.com forward slash scary Savannah. And make sure to check out our YouTube channel because we have a lot of videos and we've been doing a lot of short videos. A lot of shorts and you can find those on our YouTube channel. And we're about to go to Vegas. So we're going to do a lot. You're going to see all that happens in Vegas. Actually, right after this episode comes out, we should be heading to Vegas very shortly thereafter. Keep up with us and you'll see what happens in vegas hopefully we win all the money and then we'll upgrade the host in this show and then crystal will have you know like a hollywood celebrity here like is christian slater still alive oh my gosh he's old yeah but so am i you're not nearly as old as christian but he's slater. christian slater i don't think he's relevant he anymore. was in that movie about bmx bicycles a long time ago you probably never even heard of it i have not and i don't think he's relevant anymore. okay well that sounds about my speed I don't know who is relevant, but... (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad to know. Well, apparently we can get a hold of Magic Mike. He's been on the island, so maybe that'd be better for you. (laughs) I've never seen Magic Mike. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, tune in next time when we find out who the new co-host is going to be. Stay tuned. love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 